0: Hello and welcome to our very first episode of Monday Morning Espresso. This is Ben and Gobby coming at you from the other side of the mic. I'm Gobby. Hi. Kind of the idea behind this podcast is really just we have such a heart for our generation of people who are big dreamers but seem a bit disillusioned in their dreams. And we... We're thinking that it would be really cool to have a podcast on Monday morning as you all are getting ready for work, drinking your coffee, driving into the office, to just encourage you to keep dreaming, to keep pursuing those promises that God has put on your heart, and not to give up just because you're in a season right now where maybe that dream isn't coming true or it's not looking like you thought it would look. But really just to keep your eyes fixed on God and those God dreams that he's placed in your heart. And I think Ben just wants to tell you a little bit about us so you know who we are.
1: So we're a Colorado family of four, and we have two kids under four, and so they keep us busy. Emmanuel is three, Seraphina just turned one, and just started walking. So (laughs) yeah, we're going 100 miles an hour, but in the midst of that it's a it's about how do we find the space to pursue the dreams that god has planted in our hearts you know how do we sort out the noise of you know what is what is a god dream in our lives versus what is just you know something that caught our attention and and how do we with god walk that process out and with each other and begin to see in relationship with god what he's drawing us toward what he's put in our lives to make our hearts come alive and, and that's what this is about, is, is walking together to figure out and hopefully inspire you to, to search your own life in, in finding the things that drive you and the ways that you can pursue them daily, even in the midst of busyness, of uh, maybe a job that you're not enthralled with, um, and, and walking that out in community and finding a space to do that every day.
0: Yeah. Do you want to tell them a little bit about Emmanuel and kind of what? that means in our lives.
1: Yeah, I mean, even for example, Emmanuel's three, he's adopted from Ethiopia. And he's been in our family for two years now. And that was a dream that we both had even before we met. And yeah. so it was something one that drew us together and, and helped bring a bond in our family, but also something that, you know, we we prayed through and we sought God together and, and walked that out.
0: I think Emmanuel kind of represents like a microcosm of what we're all about and that is having a dream and pursuing it in faith and obedience in the timing that God has. Emmanuel um it took us about two and a half years from start to finish for the adoption process and Now it's complete and he's in our family and he's three and he's challenging and we're in the throes of parenthood. So I think that's how it is with really any dream is once it actually does come true, if you're lucky enough to see a dream come true, you just get thrown into a whole new set of challenges. So there's such an important thing to be said about going through the process of What it takes to get from A to Z in a dream, because that process will really develop the depth of character that you need to hold on to the dream when it does come true, because you will find challenges even when the dream comes true, like we are right now in parenting. It's not always sunshine and rainbows like we love our kids, but it can be challenging.
1: So So what's the foundation? Where do we see in scripture um, how God leads us in this process?
0: Well, I think there's a lot in scripture about dreaming and hoping and the promises of God on your life, but one place that I've been really kind of meditating on recently is Hebrews 6, and I absolutely love this passage. I encourage you all to look at it yourselves when you have a chance, Um, but if we just look at verses 9 through 12, I'll just read it to you really quickly. It says, We are confident that you are meant for better things, things that come with salvation. For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for Him and how you have shown your love to Him by caring for other believers, as you still do. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts, in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. There's a ton to unpack here. The kind of the overarching thing that really just struck me was we are confident that you are meant for better things. And I think a lot of us in, you know, late 20s, early 30s, that kind of stage that we're in right now, are feeling kind of like, when is, when is my life really going to, take off and finding ourselves in you know the the midst of parenting and those kinds of responsibilities and everyday job and paying the bills and those kinds of things but you know what you're not stuck if you're walking with god and he says here in scripture that you're meant for better things things that come with salvation if you're a child of god There is a special purpose and plan for your life. And it's not to say that, you know, raising your kids or going to work and being faithful at your job is not a wonderful thing. It is. But again, later in the passage, it says... Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. So right now, a faithfulness in loving people around you and serving well and pursuing God, there's this promise that it will make certain that what you hope for will come true. So continuing to remain in hope despite what discouraging situation you may find yourself in, I feel is just so important um, and it will keep you from becoming spiritually dull and indifferent. It says here, and you'll follow in the follow the examples of those who are going to inherit God's promises. And there's tons of examples like that in the Bible. And you know, one of my favorites, Benj, as you know, is Joseph, and all that he had to endure to see his dream come true, but all that God grew in him in the process. So,
1: yeah, and I think the. The key that that we look at a lot of times is what are the small things in our daily life that help keep the dream alive, help keep the the heart alive. And even just looking across our dining room where we're sitting right now, a massive wall-sized picture of a rope bridge stretched across a misty river in the jungle of Vietnam is something that we just, we threw up on our wall because we were like, we want to see something every day that helps us feel alive, that reminds us of our dreams and things that that really inspire us. And one of the things that's in this Hebrews verse is where it says, in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true, then you will not become spiritually dull. And that's so key because in Proverbs, it says, a hope deferred makes the heart sick. In your daily walk with God, how can we pursue him in ways and and set reminders around us and pray in such a way as to keep the dream alive, keep the heart alive, so that we don't become dull spiritually.
0: We're super excited to have you continue on this adventure with us as we move forward and talk more about pursuing our dreams and keeping our hearts alive in the process. If you liked this, um, we'd love to hear your comments and your feedback, and leave a review on iTunes for us, and Um, like it, share it with your friends, anyone who you think who would enjoy this. Um, Also, I have my website that has launched. It's gobbyruth.com, and there you'll find more resources about dreaming. We'll be able to post the podcast there, and you can leave more comments and get in touch with us that way as well. So we look forward to being joined by you again next week on Monday Morning Espresso. Bye, everyone.